We live in a world where something is always brewing. Knowing that we are not alone in our struggles oftentimes gives us the strength to keep pushing forward. So pour that cup of coffee because you, my friend, are not alone. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee with Corey. If you don't have a cup of coffee, you need to go get one because I can't properly digest any concepts until I'm at least on the way or the upswing of being caffeinated. Right now, I'm actually sipping some iced coffee because it is muggy. It's super rainy and we're having all this lightning and thunder here in the Northeast. And so I'm looking at some dreary looking day. However, my iced coffee is caffeinating me and giving me the warm and fuzzies. This is my second, third cup of coffee today. My first cup of coffee, like I've said before, has to be completely unadulterated, black, straight up, no additives, or a shot of espresso with nothing in it. And um, that's purely for functionality. (laughs) And then the rest of the day, my coffee could have things like coconut milk and stevia and all the other things, but for enjoyment. But the first cup is always like black, straight up, no nonsense. Don't want all that shush, like getting in the way of, you know, being high level functioning for the day. But anyway, I digress. Today's episode is something actually really near and dear to my heart, something I'm actually pretty passionate about, considering I'm involved and help out in a lot of ways and have for many years now. Um, And I wanted to talk to you guys about the topic of serving. And not only serving, but serving with a grateful heart. And so you might say, Cor, I don't have time to serve. I don't have time to donate to this person or that person. I'm the one in need. Someone should be donating time to help me. And I want you just to kind of like take a step back. Let's like, listen, before we get defensive. And because I feel like a lot of times people get defensive. Oh, I, I don't have time for that. I, I, I'm i so busy. I'm like, okay, all right. Let's just listen to all the things before we start making excuses. Okay, give me that. <laughs> all right. So serving at its core is someone doing something or going out of their way in a meaningful way to help or support another person or group. And I actually think it is so vital that we make serving a part of our week, you know, once a week, doing one hour a week. I mean, how many hours are in a week that you can forfeit one hour to helping someone else? It's not actually that hard of a thing to do. But sometimes, you know, obviously we do the things that we consider to be a priority. And I want to talk about why serving is a priority and why this is something that you should think about adding into your week and what are the benefits of serving. Obviously, the top benefit to serving is helping someone that's in need, right? When you're helping someone, it feels good to give. It feels good to help someone meet a need. Whatever ways that you feel led to serve and giving of your time, your gifts, your talents, th- something that you are passionate about. And giving, it feels so good to give to other people. So that's obviously the first benefit. Somebody is going to reap the benefit of you giving. Now, obviously, that's the top thing. However, the secondary thing is, is what pe- some people don't know is that when you start serving you're actually becoming more mature. 
You're like, how core? How's that possible? Well, when you're serving, you're meeting other people's needs, and therefore you are becoming less you focused because you're seeing other perspectives, other levels of understanding. You're putting your own needs aside, becoming less selfish and more in tune to loving others. And so when you serve, not only are you helping others, but you're actually opening a door for yourself to be refined and being made mature. And I might even as go as far as to say as people that are not serving are probably mentally, emotionally, or spiritually stunted because they don't have a perspective of serving others. We can look at babies crying. When that babies cry and they get they get their needs met, right? Immediately. As you become older, you realize at like now as a parent, I am meeting the needs for that crying child. I am not the crying child any longer. And so the same thing is in our spiritual mental growth. We cannot continue to be crying babies. And I actually see a lot of adult, quote unquote, crying emotional babies because they've never learned how to serve others and put their needs aside. And also the other side of the coin is, yes, there needs to be healthy boundaries. There needs to be healthy parameters. We cannot just become a doormat. However, we need to open up the door to allow ourselves to serve, to enter into a full, well-rounded, mature adult. And so those are the reasons why you need to serve. And so some ways that you could think about, okay, core, all right, I understand. I need to be more mature. I need to understand other people's perspective. I need to get out of my own head and help others in need. Yes. Okay. So now what? All right. So the next thing is I would say to you, you need to find something that you are passionate about. Because if you're not passionate about the area of your service, it's just going to lead to stress and further frustration. So not picking something out of obligation because other somebody else wants you to do this for them, but doing something that you are choosing that is like a charity of your choice. Picking something that you enjoy and you have a passion about or else it's just going to wither out. You're going to get annoyed and you're going to quit. And so that's why important from the onset is picking something that you're passionate about. Personally, I'm, I'm always thinking about the big picture, the greater good. Like, what's the return on this time invested? That's how my brain thinks. Okay, I'm going to give this amount of time, but what is the outcome? What is what is going to be the end result? You know, what am I what am I investing this time into? And so for me, I help out at kids church, kids ministry at my church. And I see that return every single week when I see the kids in their classes learning, when I see kids coming back, wanting to be in kids' church, building that relationship with the children, building relationship and rapport with the parents. And I'm seeing such an investment as we're building a community around the children. And it's a beautiful thing. And so that's why I want to invest my time into kids church because I really believe that kids are the future and if we can give them a foundation of hope they will take that with them throughout their lives and that's that's what I see as the end result through my few hours a week that I that I serve into that 
outlet. And so for you, it might be something else. You know, I think also um, hosting a community group or a prayer group or a Bible study group and hosting that, whether it's via Zoom or via um, in your home or hosting like an open mic style thing at your house or doing things where you're bringing community together, you know, going to that neighbor's house that is elderly and asking them, hey, can I rake up your leaves? Or, you know, seeing a need and wanting to meet it is important to step back and get outside of ourselves and look around us to people that are in need and need our help. You know, maybe it's like even helping your elderly neighbor or or family member with their phone or providing tech support or because you're good at that or whatever it might be that you your gift set is or that you are passionate about, finding a way to give that that gift And I think when we put on our serving hats and we serve and we see all the nitty gritty things that go into facilitating and making things happen, we have such a better level of understanding. And also we have such a better appreciation and level of gratitude when other people do nice things for us or when something is set up a nice way or an event is coordinated because you've maybe helped with an event. You know all the things that go on with putting on an event. And so we need to be serving to give us other levels of understanding and awareness. Um, And I don't know what that looks like in your area that you choose to serve, but it's important to pick one that you are passionate about. Because ultimately, working hard for something that you don't enjoy ends up leading to stress, right? If you're working hard and you don't really enjoy the outcome or what you're investing your time in, it's going to be stressful. It's going to be annoying. However, if you're working hard for something that you love, it is ultimately going to ignite your passion as a person. Like with me, yes. Is there sometimes when I'm doing things in kids' church that are frustrating, that are that that are that are friction and provide me with stress? Yes, absolutely. But when I take a step back and I think about the bigger picture, I feel like all the little minutia is worth the end result of teaching and helping kids. I put up with all these little minutia things because I have a greater perspective of what the end outcome is. Yes, at some point, there's going to be levels of stress in the service sometimes, especially if you're doing the same thing for a repetitive amount of time. Things are going to happen. There's going to be issues that arise. There are going to be things that don't always run smoothly. However, I feel that those situations provide opportunity for personal growth. You know, I always say we don't grow on the mountaintops. We grow in the valleys. We grow through the difficulties. We can sit back and reflect like, hey, that happened. And I didn't love the way I responded. Like, wow, I need to deal with that frustration. But if we are just consumers only, and we are constantly looking to others to meet our needs, and yet not extending the the hand to help others, we have a selfish mentality. And I think that that's what makes a lot of people immature is when you're very self-focused, it stunts your capacity to look outside yourself and help others. And so I feel that service really helps mature people because it helps disintegrate the entitlement, the selfishness by laying aside your own needs and wants to invest your time into helping someone else accomplish theirs. And it's something that we all need to be actively a part of for maturity to grow 
in us. And I mean, if nothing else, let's look to the lives of the people that are that we consider to be good stewards, you know, Mother Teresa, Jesus, Jesus came, and his whole entire life, he was serving the people around him, to the point like his first miracle was turning water into wine. Jesus did that for other people's enjoyment. He also washed his disciples' feet, which was completely unheard of in that day for him to take on such a lowly position of washing other people's feet. But he was modeling to them that service is actually the key to growth, the key to maturity, the key to loving others well. And we can't love others well when we're constantly looking at ourselves, feeling in Entitled and spout pride and feel like I'm too good to do that, or no, they need to serve me. When we have attitudes like that, we are remaining very infantile in our in our development of maturity. And so we need to take it upon ourselves to make sure we're not being that way. I mean, I feel that hosting a holiday is such an act of service. And people, if you've ever hosted a holiday and then you end up going to someone's house that is hosting, you have such a different level of perspective. Oh, what can I bring? Can I help clean up? Like the people that I know that have hosted holidays that come into my house have such a different attitude towards me versus the people that have never hosted a holiday and come in as consumers only. And it's a completely different mindset. And to be of service and to provide assistance. And I think that that really increases our level of understanding. And ultimately, it increases our capacity to love others well around us. Um, And secondly, you know, there are going to be times where something brings you stress, but it's very important Point number two is stepping back and seeing the bigger picture, seeing what what is actually going to be the outcome if I invest my time. And sometimes people get so fixated on the small little details and that really exhausts them to the point where like, I'm quitting this. I'm not doing this anymore. And some people quickly alt out because of the level of uncomfortability and are not taking that bigger picture. And so like, For me, yes, there are times that it is stressful helping. There are times where things come up and it provide I'm frustrated and I'm trying to think of a better way. But that friction is helping me be a better person. And then also when I have my reflection times, I step back and say, okay, so I did this, 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 and this, and there was friction here. However, this was the end result. And when I think about the end result and seeing the kids at church and they're learning and we're building community within kids church, I feel like all the little minutia things were worth the greater good. And so the second point is, is always keeping the bigger picture in mind. So keeping that passion, that large picture mentality at the focus when things get difficult is so important because that will carry you through the difficult times. That will help you get to the end of that bridge by keeping in mind what is the goal. And thirdly, let's let's be mentally, emotionally, presently there. You know, I understand sometimes you have a bad day and like you're tired, but still trying to keep focus like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be present. I'm not going to look at my phone. I'm not going to be distracted. I am going to try to, if I can't say something encouraging, not say anything at all. And if I do have a critique or some level of advice that I want to give, I'm going to wait for a good opportunity maybe when I don't have an attitude about the topic 
or when the person is actually in a place to receive what I'm about to say so that I'm not getting a defensive response. And I'm going to hold off with my criticisms until I have an audience that's ready to listen and when until I'm in a place where I'm going to say it in a receivable way. And so we want to make sure that we're not gossiping. We're not creating more negativity than good because isn't that then defeating the purpose of serving and trying to help if you're subtracting with negative energy. We're only serving for a fraction of our week, a very minute part of our week is service. And so when we're there, we want to be there. We want to be present. And so it's so important. And serving refines you. Like you think you're going to start serving and it's helping other people. Yes, that is absolutely true. But you're actually going to become more refined, more mature, and a better person more aware, more understanding. This is going to refine you as a person. And that's like the secret. People think service is about helping others. It absolutely is. It is about supporting other people. But it's also getting you out of your own way. And it's actually making you a better person. And so I have this little story that happened recently. So I'm going to paint you a little picture. It's Father's Day. It's Sunday morning. You know, we're hustling and bustling as the leaders to get the activities ready, helping each age group complete their Father's Day craft, which was a little lengthy that day, especially for the little kids who go at a little slower pace. So I popped into one of the classrooms for the three and the four-year-olds to give a hand and to help the teachers um, because there was a lot of prep that went into the Father's Day craft. And so I sat down at a table with these little kids and they're so cute, you know, their little three and four-year-old selves. And I began to do the craft with them. And as I'm cutting out a little, I think it was a footprint, I'm cutting out a little footprint, a little girl at the table says to me, well, I don't have a dad, so I'm going to make this for my mom. And I said, oh, wow, that's a good idea. I know your mom will appreciate that. And I was kind of quiet, just sitting there and like absorbing what she was saying. And I just felt in my heart, led to share something with her. So I said, well, I just want to let you know that when I was little and when I was your age, I didn't have a dad growing up either. And actually, I didn't ever really like Father's Day because it made me think of how I didn't have a dad and everybody else did. And I never really enjoyed Father's Day until I got older and understood that I actually do have a dad and you have a dad too. And our dad is God in heaven, and he loves us so much, and he's never going to disappoint us the way our earthly dads have. And so this morning when I woke up, and in my prayer time, I said to God, God, happy Father's Day. And I wished God a happy Father's Day because he is my dad, and he loves me, and he loves you too, and God is really your dad. And her face just lit up with the biggest smile, and she said, I want to tell God happy Father's Day too when I get home. And I said, well, you don't have to wait until you get home. You can tell him right now he's with us. And she bowed her head and she closed her eyes and she whispered, God, happy Father's Day. And it was the sweetest thing. It absolutely melted my heart. And all the other minutiae things that I was juggling previous and post that, because I had the perspective of why I was doing what I was doing within that interaction just summed up all the reasons why. And it was just such a beautiful recalibrating moment of where I was able to impart something into a child that I hope she takes with her. And actually, her mom came up to me later and said, you wouldn't believe what so-and-so said to me. 
And I was like, oh my gosh, we did have a little chat about that. And she was like really excited to share with her mom that God was her dad. And it was just so special um, in the midst of that. And see, it's like, you know, we take our recycled pain and we help other people through stuff. And we take the moments. And if we're always worried about the details and all the stuff and we don't have a minute to to invest in the people right in front of us, we're going to miss the moments. And so today's topics, I talked about A, finding something that you are passionate about. Pick a service area that you enjoy. Two, things are going to come up. Things are going to happen. But keeping the mindset of a bigger picture and understanding the why behind the what will motivate you and keep you going until the end. And number three, when you're there, be there. Be present. Be emotionally available. Not scrolling. Not on your phone not detached, but fully invested into that small window of time that you are giving unto someone lesser than you. By serving, it it makes it a richer place for us to inhabit. And so it's so important to get involved. And that's my challenge to you this weekend. Think about where you can serve. Think about who needs your help. Think about ways that you can apply yourself to something you are passionate about. And get involved and make your community richer. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy. Have a great day, guys. Thank you so much for joining me today. And as always, I am your host, Corey Powers. Please follow, share, and review this podcast to help others seeking encouragement. For more information, be sure to check out my website, coreypowers.com. And tune in next time for more Coffee with Corey.